Episode 2. Coming to you live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. This is CVS. And now here's your host, David Ross. So, um, if anyone was listening over the past half hour, I've tried a couple times to get this to work. It turns out I had an audio issue because some YouTube page that I had open was playing audio. I couldn't hear it, but I guess my listeners could hear it and I got a heads up. I should keep my eye on the live chat over here because uh, I got the heads up warning, but I didn't see it until it was uh, too late. So this is my third try at episode two. So please forgive me. Thanks for being patient and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I do want to give a, a shout out to everyone who has been supporting me and watching me in spite of the sloppiness of this maiden voyage into the world of live streaming. It's fun for me. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but uh, don't expect a lot of great content for the first couple of weeks because I'm just getting my feet wet, learning how to do everything, how to multitask, how to keep my eyes open. And uh, yeah, you shouldn't expect too much from me, but once it'll be worth it once I get comfortable, once I have the experience, then I can just uh, talk about Catholicism and uh, have guests on, a lot of guests on, uh, with different worldviews. I had a couple of people ask me, are you going to still interview people with different worldviews, non-Catholics and Catholics? And I said, yes, of course I will, but I just need to uh, keep practicing the live streaming. So thanks for bearing with me. Thanks to everyone who listened. I want to give a special shout out to Icris, who is one of my guests. You can listen to him, Catholic versus Other, Icris. He's done one or two, maybe three, I think two interviews with me. I'll probably have him back again. Nice guy. Uh, he's a Satanist. I used to be a Satanist. The difference is he is a theistic Satanist. He might not be anymore. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while. It's been probably a year. Uh, but uh, I was an atheistic Satanist, so quite a big difference. The atheistic Satanists are the, what I consider the real Satanists. Theistic Satanists are more just uh, pagans, polytheists, and very soft and light and uh, new age and uh, nothing too threatening. But the atheistic Satanists, they're the ones to watch. They're the dangerous ones. That's the real Satanism. And uh, so close and yet so far. There's so many similarities between atheistic Satanism and Catholicism. It was a very short leap to make, to go from atheistic Satanism to Catholicism. Right down to their motto of uh, the law of Thelema. Crowley's Law of Thelema. I think it was Crowley who came up with that, uh, do what thou wilt. But uh, he stole that from St. Augustine who said, love God and do what thou wilt. So just a little twist, just a little perversion, just enough, but still got that marketable power because it comes from a saint and comes from the Catholic Church, just like everything else in Satanism comes from Catholicism. But uh, I see uh, Mikhail Josialta saying hi, so I'm keeping my eye now on the, uh, on the chat. I can't type because I'm just going to completely lose my concentration. But uh, thanks for being there. And uh, I want to give a very special shout out to Connor Norris. I don't know if uh, you're listening, Connor, but uh, I really appreciate it. You became a patron on Patreon. You're supporting the work that I do. Uh, I can't for the life of me figure out why 
you like it or why you support it, but uh, I'm glad that you chose to do that. I uh, really appreciate it. I thank, uh, thank you for that. You're a sweet guy. Even if you didn't support me financially, it's uh, you're a very sweet guy. And I look forward to having you back on the live stream. We can chat more about your worldview and mine. And uh, it's all very cordial and friendly. So uh, I am going to finish up what I was talking about. I'm going to just burn really quickly through uh, the books just because I want to get it over and done with and uh, just burn really quickly through it but as I said yesterday I've got I've gone over this miscellaneous category then we've got the philosophy category of books just wanted to mention briefly some of the books that I've got here uh, a story of a great medieval book that's Peter Lombard's sentences if you've read western philosophy at all you know you've encountered this it's a great turning point and it's a great uh, landmark I should say in history of Western philosophy. I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I think The Sentences is a collection of writings by St. Augustine and perhaps others. Really looking forward to that. Coffeehouse Compatibilism. Wasn't crazy about it. I was just trying to learn about compatibilism. Sophie's World, someone recommended to me, one of my uh, guests, and uh, it was okay, just a little bit too light and uh, fictional for my taste, but uh, touches on the history of philosophy quite a bit, especially uh, Socrates and so on. Uh, Rene Descartes, of course, uh, I've got a couple books by him. Discor Discourse on Method is the one that actually brought me into monotheism. So I uh, owe him a great, great, a great debt of gratitude. But that central idea, I think, therefore I am, is really the only thing that moved me, and that comes straight from St. Augustine. So, uh, and, you know, uh, my friends at the Colby Center and at Foundations Restored have a lot to say about Descartes. None of it very good. I link him very strongly with... Uh, the myth of evolution uh, working together with uh, the ideas of Darwin and others. So that's uh, obviously not a great thing for our society at large and for the church in particular, which is buying into the myth of evolution. And uh, speaking of evolution, my friend um, Kevin Mark sent me an interesting link to, well, a couple of links to a couple of C.S. Lewis uh, quotations put to animation. So there's a really colorful uh, animation that's done and it illustrates uh, the words and the ideas of C.S. Lewis having to do with the myth of evolution. I'm going to put the links in the description or in the comments below this. Uh, but really, really interesting, very pithy and insightful, and it debunks the myth of evolution, I think, pretty handily. Back over to my books here in the Popes and the Papacy category. I've got uh, The Popes and Science, haven't read it. Uh, Introduction to Christianity, this is by then Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, looking forward to that. I always loved uh, our German Shepherd. Uh, the Gift of Infallibility, I'm interested in that, but I haven't read it. Here's one about uh, Rodrigo Borgia, otherwise known as Pope Alexander VI. I got it because a lot of people critique Pope Francis and they compare him to the bad popes. I think it's ridiculous, but I owe the Vicar of Christ my loyalty and my, my love and my respect. And... Uh, he has the charism of infallibility, and he's guided by the Holy Spirit to teach uh, the faith, the morals of the church. So I have to respect him, and I have to submit to him, and I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, whoever's Pope, whether it's uh, Alexander VI, if I lived in his time, I would have done the same thing, I would have said the same thing. We have to respect the man who is holding the keys, the God-given keys to the Ark. If you're outside the Ark, you're doomed, so get in. Here's that book on Peter, St. Peter Canisius that I mentioned uh, yesterday in yesterday's episode. And the same thing I mentioned this one yesterday, Pope Pius X, that book, haven't read it yet. Uh, another book on infallibility and on heaven and earth. This book I got in 
just so that I could search it and find one particular quote that was relevant to a case of Father Grassi in Argentina when then Archbishop of Argentina, uh, Bergoglio, was involved in some sort of controversy. Uh, they felt, uh, some people felt, his enemies felt that he was strong-arming the, the legal system or trying to influence the judge. Uh, by hiring a lawyer to defend this priest who is accused of pedophilia. And I've looked into the case. It's pretty clear to me that he's innocent. I did a meta episode on it. If you're interested, check it out. That's uh, CBS Meta and Father Grassi. Those are the keywords you can use to find it on my YouTube channel. Really interesting. And I believe uh, Pope Francis is innocent in that whole affair. And I believe that Father Grassi is innocent. I truly believe that. I could be wrong, but I did get his lawyer... I contacted uh, Father Grassi's lawyer and he sent me quite a strong statement clarifying in Spanish, but I translated it and I had it verified, my translation verified, and uh, a pretty strong defense of Father Grassi. So in any case, God only knows. But moving on now to prayer, we've got the Catechism of Mental Prayer. It looks good. Haven't read it. General, general Catholic Devotions. I don't know it. Haven't read it. Looking forward to it. The Examined Prayer. This is a big one. This is one that I have read, and I every night before I go to bed, as I'm laying in bed, actually, I pray the examine prayer. I do my own version of it. It's a short version, looking at uh, what graces I've received, what sins I've committed. And uh, I mean, I'm examining my conscience uh, at many times throughout the day, including during the rosary. Uh, every evening when I pray the rosary, I examine my conscience, going through the Ten Commandments. But the examine prayer is a very particular Ignatian spirituality. And I've had two priests today, today alone, I had two priests offer me to do Ignatian spirituality and to guide me through uh, the Ignatian spirituality. So I'm a big fan of the Jesuits. Uh, I know they're hated by uh, especially those on the right, but uh, I, I like them because I love St. Ignatius of Loyola. And um, yes, yeah, so one of the priests that offered to coach me was my parish priest and another one, uh, and I spoke to him today, and then I went and had... Uh, mass. I tried to celebrate uh, or participate in the Mass at the Newman Center, which is a student, a Catholic student center at McGill University here in Montreal. And it turned out that the former directory of the former director of the Newman Center, Father Jerry Westfall, he is no longer the director, but he just happened to be filling in as a favor for the director who was absent. So I chatted with him a little bit and we talked about a common friend we have in Chicago because he's from Detroit. He's a German, but he's from Detroit and he's a really good solid priest. And we have a common friend in Father Aldo, uh, who is part of that Scalabrinian League of Missionary Fathers of St. Charles Borromeo. They've been friends for 50 years and they've both been priests for about 45 years. So uh, we had a nice chat, but then uh, as it turned out, there were no keys to let him in to get all the vestments and everything he needed to perform the mass and the, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> the gifts the bread and wine that would be consecrated and so on and so forth. So he threatened to kick down the door because he's from Detroit and he threatened to uh, just do an old school mass using regular leavened bread and some wine that the student offered <laughs> to, to, the, to the priest so that he could do the mass. But uh, yeah, he, we were about to do that and then the keys showed up and so he got in, he got the stuff he needed and we celebrated mass uh, uh, as it should be celebrated. So that it all it was all good. Very powerful homily. Very, very excellent atmosphere with the students. There were about 20 students there, all young. There was a choir, a little mini choir, and uh, 
nice faithful young people, McGill students, uh, some of them studying computer science, anatomy, uh, different things. And, uh, I'm going to bring my Catholic Saint cards game there that Dave Williams uh, turned me on to that he created. And uh, I'm going to play the Saints cards, Saint cards with them and get to know our family in heaven. That's the whole point of the game. So I had an interesting evening uh, at the Newman Center today. But moving on, we've got The Discernment of Spirits. This is another one by the same author, Gallagher. Uh, look forward to reading that one. I haven't read that one yet. The Excellence of the Rosary, Conferences for Devotions in the Honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Don't know why I bought that, but uh, I'm definitely interested in the Rosary, so I have to read that someday. The Muslim's Prayer. Not sure why I read that, why I got that one. I haven't read it yet. Moving on. Facts about Luther. This is in my Protestantism category. Okay, We have uh, a couple of books on Martin Luther here. I've got Joint Declaration on the Doctrine of Justification. This one I've read. Uh, the reason I got facts about Luther is because I talk to Protestants a lot and they don't really seem to know just how Catholic Luther was in a lot of his doctrinal teachings and just how dark and uh, evil he was as a person and how lost he was and how uh, he indulged in sin and uh, he said famously sin and sin boldly because uh, you know, there's nothing that can, that can once saved, always saved, that sort of thing. In any case, I do, I do, uh, I do admire some aspects of Luther, and uh, I hope he's, I hope and pray he's in heaven. Seems like quite a character, but a dark, dark character in in uh, his latter days, that's for sure. And his, his caricatures and his his disparagement of the Pope uh, really is unforgivable. But um, that's about all I can say for today. We've got, of course, another book on justification by faith and works, and that's by Jimmy Akins, probably pretty uh, popular, popularized version of it. Uh, one more category, questionable authors. I've got uh, a book here by uh, Carl Rahner and uh, about Carl Rahner. So that's uh, going to have to be it for today. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. God bless. As little as $1 per month, you can support the charitable mission of CVS, which has already enrolled hundreds of guests and patrons and their immediate families in the Scalabrini League of the Missionary Fathers of St. Charles Borromeo. By your generous support, you too participate in these benefits. A special Mass offered on each day of the year and the devotion and good works performed by the members of the society. Thank you for your generous support.